Just how much should you pay your employees? Should you pay on productivity? Should you pay for good performance? Here's one. Should you pay depending on how much value they bring to your business? Quite a few employees think this way and might try to convince you that it's a good idea. So let's go through some of these options and see what makes sense. Let's start with productivity. If you were to double someone's pay, would they double their productivity? I suspect not, unless, of course, you're doubling their hours, in which case, fair enough. So I think we can conclude that you don't pay for productivity. What about good performance? Well, I would suggest to you that you pay a proper wage and expect good performance. You might give a bonus for great performance, but good performance is what you should be getting anyway. What about the value they bring to your business? Let's explore this one for a moment with a thought experiment. Just imagine you had a machine that printed money. And go with me here for a moment. Let's just suppose this was somehow feasible and legal and no one else had one. Getting a little tired of turning the handle, you employ someone to turn the handle for you. Well, after cranking out your millions for a few days, this employee comes to you and says, look, I'm making millions of dollars for this company. I think you should pay me half. After all, look at the value I'm adding to this business. Well, hang on a minute. Who invented the machine to make all this possible? You, right? All the employee is doing is following your instructions and turning the handle. I'm sure you could find someone else to turn the handle for not a lot of money. Now, although this is an extreme example, do we agree that the value the employee creates is in the context of the business you created? You enable them to create that value. You really need to look at their particular contribution to the value chain. I find that business owners really undervalue what they have created. All right, so, so far, it doesn't seem to be productivity, good performance, or value generated in the business. So, just what do you pay for? Well, I would suggest to you that employees are selling their services into a market, and that market determines their worth. The more skill they bring to the table, or the more responsibility they accept, and their relative availability in that market determines their earnings. Now, it's not just one number. For any given job, there's a range. By all means, they can negotiate within that range. But if they want to earn higher than the range, then they either need to apply for a different role within your company or a different job with another company. Because if your business pays too much for an employee, you risk becoming uncompetitive. Remember, your business is selling into a market and you probably have competitors. So your cost structure is important to competitiveness. I see no reason why you shouldn't explain this to your employees who probably haven't thought about it. 
It helps them understand what they're worth and reduces the chance of ridiculous pay requests and subsequent bitterness when they come up against reality. So how do you find out where the market is? Well, the response to your job ads is one indicator. Few responses might mean the number is too low. Another source of information is often your industry association. And yet another source is recruitment agencies, some of whom produce salary and wage surveys. The government statistics will give you an indication of which way salaries and wages are moving. If you're locking in long-term contracts, it's wise to put in a clause to move prices in accordance with these statistics. Now, I'm all in favour of paying well to get the A players and charging well for a premium, high-quality service. I've also said to a number of clients recently who have struggled to find employees that maybe the market has shifted upwards and they need to shift their expectations of what they should be paying along with their pricing to customers. Some important points. Firstly, pay is a hygiene factor. This means you must get it right for every employee, otherwise trouble will ensue. You don't want a grumpy, disengaged employee because they feel aggrieved that they're not being paid properly. They need to be satisfied that they are paid appropriately and the next time they talk about pay is in a year's time at the next pay review. Secondly, beware the employee who doesn't ask for a pay review in a rising market in particular. Just because they don't ask doesn't mean you shouldn't review their pay. Just hoping that they're happy with their pay is asking for trouble. Often really good employees won't do anything, but can become disenchanted when you aren't forthcoming and simply leave your business for better pay elsewhere. Thirdly, as we've discussed, pay and performance are not connected. So don't think that your pay review should be at the same time as your performance review. Keep them separate. Finally, employees need to know how they can get paid more. After all, who wouldn't want to be paid more? So there should be a clear path for them to expand their skills or expand their responsibilities within your business and some idea of how much more they could get paid. Remember, you might be building a business, but employees are building a career. If you help them build their career and they help you build your business, then you have a match made in heaven. As always, if you have any questions or you want to solve a business problem, give me a call. That's what I do. My contact details are in the episode notes. This is Mark Jackson. 